Yo, so I've got like 12 plays on the last episode on this podcast. I swear to God, I, my other podcast has 40,000 plays. 40,000 plays, and this one has about nine now. When I like a couple of months ago, this one only had four. So it's not very popular. So the ones that listen to this are very, very exclusive. You guys are part of an exclusive club that not very many people are part of, just so you know. Maybe I'm lying. Who knows? Maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's more. Maybe I'm not lying at all. Maybe I'm never lying. Maybe all the crazy shit I say in sarcasm and lies is actually not a lie. Because what's what's the best way to like hide something? Right? Hide a lie, for example. It's to tell the truth. But the truth has to be so outrageous that it seems like a lie. Which actually most truths are. Mark Twain said this. He said, the truth is often stranger than fiction. Because fiction has to dwell within the realm of possibility. What actually happens, sometimes it's fucking possible. Think about it this way. I may or may not work on an island that houses 11 million people at its peak day. Like so, like a busy Tuesday morning or afternoon, rather. It was 11 million people on that fucking rock, right? So a one in a million thing, like an event that happens one in a million times, happens 10 times a day in Manhattan. That's statistics for you. Something that you would never think happens in a million, you know, one in a million chance happens 10 times a day. Do you see what I mean? It's intense if you look at it that way. So what's the best way to hide that something? You hide it in plain sight. You know, you hide the lie right there in front of you. So we were out watching this boxing match, right? Um, I've never hung out with... Oh, shit. I don't have a name for this guy. Oh, pff, duh. Panama Moose. <laughs> Panama Moose is the name on the podcast. So Panama Moose, myself, and uh, El... Uh, what is it? El Paisa, I guess. El Paisa. El Estacion de Paisa tattoo. Not too long. I don't know. Pridurak. That's his name. So Pridurak. <laughs> and uh, and Panama Moose and I were watching a boxing match. And Panama Moose had a couple of, uh, you know, he had a couple of pregame drinks before he got there. I just, I had a couple of pregame beers. So I was sitting there waiting for him because he fucking took him forever to get there. So anyway, we're, long story short, we're watching the boxing match. And he has a bottle of wine in his backpack and the bartender would totally get mad at him for pouring his own wine that he pulled out of his backpack and even though she was flirting with us she still probably would have been like no it's a big no-no you know at a bar you don't do that you can't byob at a bar and just be like what's up but this guy took his fucking wine bottle out of his bag reached across a busy bar right past my face poured himself a glass of wine as the bartender was like approaching us like she was walking facing us she was coming up our way she wasn't looking at us but she was definitely facing us all she had to do was avert her glance for one second or nor anyone for that matter at the bar avert their glance for one second they would have seen him pour himself a glass of wine but it literally took less than three seconds i was the only person that saw it because i was sitting right next to him but he did it in such a smooth fashion in front of everyone's face that nobody even skipped a beat Nobody was, everyone was none the wiser, you know? It's crazy because that's, and that's that's the most effective way of taking something or hiding something, is doing it straight up in front. And in fact, when you hide something valuable of yours, like in front, you still hide it, but you hide it in, in plain sight. 
it's easier for you to keep an eye on it. If it's in a safe, you know, I could have taken it weeks ago. You know, you check on it every day or what? No? Okay. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. I just wanted to start off with that. Hiding in plain sight. So, trust was in. No, trust we did last time. Hiding in plain sight. What was I was going to... All right. So, yeah. So, Beck was been gone, right? Beck's gone from the restaurant. So, we're doing our thing. The Hermanence is back. It's amazing. She's, she brought everything back with her that she took, which is great to have. And then she's she's being like awkwardly nice. I don't know. She's usually not that nice. But she's really, really nice this time around. I don't know why. Maybe I'm skinnier. <laughs> maybe she's just had enough of my shit. Or maybe we just started working well together. But regardless of what it is, she's, she's, she's doing what she's doing. She's doing a great job. And um, everyone else is back. But... Uh, the schedule is not mine anymore as, as it goes for the line cooks. So I'm just doing the schedule for the runners, which is perfectly fine. I could, that was great. It's a big load off my shoulder. Oh shit. I should probably do that. Is by supposed to be by Wednesday tomorrow. Oh, I for, almost forgot about that. That was off schedules completely for a hot second there. So people coming up to me asking me, like, yo, you remember that time in the walk-in like four months ago when you were like fishing, you were doing something with fish. Was it like a red fish? Or the white fish. It was a boneless fish, right? Or semi-boneless fish. Yeah, you were doing something with the semi-boneless fish. And I told you that my uncle and I had a fishing trip that we had to take, you know, in Montana, you know, today. I'm like, what? First of all, when you were in the fridge with me, we don't have semi-boneless fish. That was chicken, you dumbass. And second of all, what? Who are you? What's your name? I know his name. I remember him saying something about that, but... That's the thing about word of mouth, man. I got to tell you, there's there's apps and there's ways to do things that are like certain ways. Like, and everybody wonders sometimes, Not every, that's, a, that's an oxymoron, but everybody wonders at one point, why the rules? Like, why the rules? Like, why do I have to put the plates there and not there? And the people that don't bother telling me the why the rules are because, one, I'm too young. Two, I'm too like fresh there, new there. Two, it's because it's none of my fucking business. Rules are rules. Just follow them. And three, because you'll learn if you just shut up. So some of this, this, this old Scottish dude. Well, he's not. Yeah, I guess he's old. He's an old Scottish dude. And he does this TikToks of these like wise things that he says. Wearing nice suits in Scotland and shit. With like all kinds of like crumbled like castles and he's standing there and he's like goes you know the first like four or five seconds of the video are silence so you're like is this guy gonna fucking talk or just stand there and look at the grass and then he says it you know he's like oh the bus the lot the wisdom the but the wisdom 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 some shit like that like the best thing you can gain is wisdom it only comes from experience you know and he's like there's no shortcuts but if there were a shortcut it would be this listen Lesson, he goes. You know, he walks off. Uh, I love that dude. His name is Jock Manstrap or something like that. Mansville, some shit like that. It's fucking crazy. But he's a Scottish dude. And just listen. The rules are rules for a reason because people follow them. Now, I granted most rules in this in this like life that we live in in, in America here are for dumb people. Like they're for they're for people just because you know if we, we did, they didn't have those rules, there'd be a lot of more dead people around because like. This common sense is not very common. Like, rules shouldn't... You know I mean? That would be actually kind of funny, though. Like, if, if like, America, like, stopped being afraid of being sued. Of every, you know, like, everyone just stopped being afraid of being sued. Like, fuck. Lawyers, like, lawyers became completely obsolete. You can't sue anybody for anything anymore. Nothing. You can't. There's no way to get retribution 
unless you fucking fight them. That, that's the way to do it. We're going to go back to Wild West for a minute. Fuck the court system. Do you know how quickly that would, like, call the population? And they wouldn't only just, like, diminish the population. Like, like maybe some sort of, like, epidemic somewhere with some sort of, like, a shot that people had to take might have been a theory or not why that might have been a depopulation campaign for the WHO who's really on flat earth and yada, yada, yada. Listen. If that's the case, if there is somebody out there that's trying to do that horrible thing as to, like, thin the population down, the best way to do it is to just get rid of the rules. And not get rid of the rules like, you know, you should walk around killing anybody on the street. But rules are like, watch your step when you're getting off the train. Who the fuck needs that rule? If you don't know to watch your step when you're getting off the train, you should probably jump off the train. We don't need you. You're done. Get the fuck out of here. Come back next time around when you're, when you're a little smarter. Or maybe you'll break a leg this time. Maybe you won't kill yourself. So maybe the next time you'll fucking look twice before you step off a train. It's a train, guy. Do you not see what was just happening? Shit was flying by you at 200 miles an hour a minute ago. W- w- yeah, it's going to be a little caution to get off, no matter what, where you are. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Or like, you know, when someone, you know, you go to McDonald's and you're all, you know, in the middle of the winter and you ask them for a hot coffee and then they give you the hot coffee. And it's not going to say the coffee's hot on the top of the label because it doesn't need to say the coffee's hot on the top of the label because you ordered the hot coffee and you were getting what you wanted so if you burn yourself you're an idiot and you should probably not have drank the coffee where you should have been drinking it and you should and if you die then you were that stupid that you had to die because of that coffee fuck it yolo listen i probably would have been dead already if i didn't follow rules you know i usually don't follow rules i've been hurt a bunch of times i've been set back way more by not following rules trust me but you know what i gotta tell you like Knowing how to not follow them or knowing how to follow them and when to break them and if to break them. I realize that most rules are for people, dumb people to stay alive longer so they don't die and fall, run off a cliff. Now, I'm not talking about Braille for blind people, you know, that it says, like, be careful, there's a cliff coming. But then again, what the fuck's a blind person doing so close to a cliff reading Braille? Fuck out of here. Rules are stupid. You know what I mean? Everybody should make themselves a list of rules. Like three or four rules to live by. Like a code, you know? Because that's the best way to practice self-discipline. And I gotta tell you, from all the things I've ever done in life, I've never done this one thing. I've never had self-discipline. Like I set the rules just above everyone else's like like threshold for rules. Like I'll break the rules just enough for you not to not to like give me too much trouble, but I'm not gonna follow your fucking rules. It's except if they're like smart and it's except if they help people you know what I mean like my company that I work for has this rule just to wear cut gloves cut gloves are these gloves that are made out of Kevlar armor that people that wear uh, uh, when they work for NASCAR NASCAR Na- not NASCAR like the lines NASCAR like when they switch the wheels of the hot burning car that was just screaming around the track at 300,000 miles an hour they wear this Kevlar stuff so they don't burn their hands and they don't cut themselves with whatever sharp objects they may have taking their car's wheels off. I don't know where what that is, but whatever. So we have to wear those when we open oysters and shit, like when we touch a knife, because it's fucking, because why? Why do you think? We work for a big corporation that gets sued by people that chop off their hands and then they say it's the company's fault because they didn't teach them how not to chop off their hands. So what does the company do? Does the company teach them how to not chop off their hands? Nope. We'll just give you a protective glove to wear over your other hand so you don't have to fucking cut it next time. You dumb shit. Now go cut that fucking... Now go cut that fruit punch. <laughs> go cut that consomme. <laughs> Yo. 
But that's seriously, that's what it's for. So like, so they don't want to get sued. So everyone wears these cut gloves. And I swear to God, the guy walks around, the like the senior executive, vice president, head sec- secretary, whatever. He was like, for every person I see working without a cut glove, I'm taking five hundred dollars out of the bonus. So we all looked at each other like, so what are we gonna have? Negative five hundred? You're gonna give us? You're gonna pay you money? Like you know what I mean? Because we never get a bonus, even though we're the fucking most busiest store in all the regions. They send these, these like they send us these emails, corporate, these fucking emails like every win the day. It's called win the day, bro. We're gonna win that day, and it's literally this. It's like, it's like there's these like scorecards with all these different attributes that you have to have completed for you to have a green in that scorecard. So you kind of feel proud of yourself for not doing anything at all because the scorecard is filled with shit like. Put pants on, put shoes on, put an apron on, you know, pick their nose and then wash their hands. Might or might not have eaten the booger. Like, like, and it's like, this like New York and Philly and Charlotte with a 10 out of 10. An all green scorecard. You guys are humans. Everyone else, you're fucking scumbags. Fucking animals. God damn it. Sell some, some, some FSP cards. You know what I mean? But like, oh my God, rules are just for dumb people to stay alive. So if we just get rid of the rules like that, and all the dumb people would just kind of weed themselves off, one, it'd be a lot easier to live, a lot more space to breathe, you know, a lot less poop to share the ocean with. But at the same time, the people that would be left would be cool. They would be intelligent. And usually intelligent people aren't vicious. Like, yeah, there's a couple of freaks out there that like, you know, cutting people up, but they do it really smartly. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel me? But at the same time, like, for the most part, when intelligence doesn't breed violence, maybe if you, two people get drunk, maybe they'll fight. But they'll, the next day, they'll, they'll, they're too intelligent to keep it going. It's the idiots that fucking cause the problems for everybody, for the most part. Because the idiots that want to cause problems, if they're around intelligent people, they stop being idiots. They get intelligent and they stop picking fights. Do you understand? If you are the most intelligent person in the room that you're sitting in right now or tomorrow or at any point in time in time in your life if you find yourself to be in a room with a bunch of individuals that you know for a fact you are more intelligent than then you're in the wrong room you understand and hiding in plain sight under sarcasm under fun under vernacular are people that don't exhibit gratitude. Because with gratitude comes responsibility. And people don't like responsibility. 